Hi, welcome to my first episode. This is part one of three. I'm Gigi, this is Gigi Speaks. I'm with my guest Teo today. We're gonna talk about his journey through addiction and how he got out. Guests are invited to listen. Listen, acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from guests or myself. I'm not a professional. These are real stories, real people. This episode contains drug use and mental health, coarse language and adult topics. Viewer discretion is advised. We just want to let people know they are not alone and let my guests and I tell our stories. Let's start. Welcome, Tail. Thank you, Gigi. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm doing great considering it's a cold ass day, but we doing good. I'm hanging out with you. Yeah, it's pretty icy out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Tail, we are talking about addiction. It's a tough subject, even for me. It's a very touchy subject for myself as well. But you had a different journey. Um, when did you start abusing drugs? Uh, abusing drugs? Okay, I occasionally did the party line of coke mm -hmm. until I ended up going to this trap house. And then the people in the trap house introduced me to methamphetamine, which turned out to be my kryptonite, which made me go from normal to constantly fiending for my next hit, trying to figure out what I'm trying to do with my next hit. So, ment uh, mentally, on meth, I was just a completely different person. Meth makes you hallucinate like a motherfucker, as do most drugs in hard, um, in subjects like this. So, I'm pleased to share my story. So, um, uh, what was your drug of choice? Methamphetamine. Mm -hmm. So was it, you started with meth and then you went to cocaine or is it cocaine and then meth? I started, the first ever drug I did other than marijuana was coke. Oh yeah. I was 19 and I was at a friend's house and I seen blow and I'm like, ooh, cool, cocaine, I want to try. Mm -hmm. Sure, that was okay. I've done occasionally cocaine at parties um friends houses that are like random and yeah it's just not a good time drugs are not a good time no it doesn't it makes you feel good in that moment it, but not and then after. after it's just the withdrawn from it Ugh, it's terrible right being withdrawn from any drug of any choice mm -hmm. sucks Yes. Because after a while, your body gets used to it and your body um, craves it and your body needs it in order to survive. That's why you see so many addicts and people that use that get dope sick, which is a term for people that are fiending for their drug bec or to the point where they are sometimes shaking, mm -hmm. they have chills, they have fevers. Um, there's pain involved. Uh, the list goes on and on. Yes. Um, my drug of choice was cocaine. Yes, I did cocaine. Um, I was 
I was in a bad group of friends and I just became addicted and it was just everywhere because I went to parties it was there and, and they're just like oh let's do this it was just like a lunch yeah like and, and you know breakfast and lunch kind of thing right yeah it was just like let's do this and they just buy it all the time it was just not good it was no. just all around me it was just it was just there you how could you not like you said no to it it's like there all the time yeah, it's temptation yes and with the pe- person like that i was with and it was just like near it's just my friend and even they my say, best friend did it they say that you're they're your best friends mm-hmm. and i know who your best friends yes, are so yeah. they will not be named no but uh yeah female is out to lunch and male is out to lunch as well yes so they had their own problems and they just wanted to invite me yeah and they in. got you involved yeah. and yes because then... i was also in another subject we're going to talk about in depression so yeah. i was depressed i just had i think it was my my eye surgery and everything yeah, and i just surgery. needed the pain to go away and i'm like i need something to go away i need i need this to go away and then i just had like a a problem too with sniffing some it's, yeah it's, it happens yeah you just keep doing it i just got addicted i'm like how the hell did i get addicted Um, to this i never thought i would get addicted to this like i i always like a family member that i know was into it and i'm like i never would do that up my nose or anything i would never do that or like some people smoke i never did that yeah so i just i don't know it was really hard for me i had my first cigarette when i was 12 years old oh joy yeah. <laughs> this story, when my parents found out that I smoked, my dad made me smoke a cigarette in front of him oh my and God. my mother at the age of, I think, 12 or 13. <laughs> wow. That was the first time my parents seen me fucking smoke. I hid it for months and months and months and then... Yay, my dad was checking my jacket. The next thing you know, there was cigarettes in my pocket. Oh my gosh. And I I tried the whole childish, I'm I'm holding it for a friend, I promise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that did not work. That's the old thing. I fucking would steal little teeny, teeny, (laughs) tiny parts of weed from my father. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I got caught and my dad was pissed. He's not really a father, but we'll touch more on that in abuse. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, there, <laughs> weed was the beginning of like, ah, I'm just going to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Then I started hanging out with different people. And then I got out of doing cocaine. I haven't touched cocaine since. 2019, just after April 20. Yeah, mine was like January, yeah. um, before COVID. Yeah, I think it. I think yeah, near January. Yeah, that's when I, it was just gone, and I just had problems with my chest and everything. And yeah, drugs will do that. Abuse to drugs. Yeah, wear. I think it was more like the withdrawal that I had. I was, I was just so addicted. I was just like. I was just like watch these like depressing like music yeah. and videos and just sniff rem- to it all the time. I would just go and do it all the time. It was just depressing and I just like 
I was just mm. like taking pity on myself. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, poor me, poor me. Yeah. Like no one understands me. While we are related and mm-hmm. we both have addiction issues, we never did things together. No. The only time that was was at your house, and that was the bad time. Yes, it was really bad time. It was for a bad me. time because the people that were there sucked. Mm-hmm. And you and I. Everybody, had... everybody there was like pretty much had a bad problem. They just yeah. wanted to like wheel, you know, in. Yeah. And then, <sighs> buddy boy, yelling at me the next day. Mm-hmm being like did you do this did you do this it's like no yeah but yeah he's something else um and then female she's not a good person no not at all she's got her own issues and bless her do her thing hope she gets the help she needs one day yeah, so... Um, but like I said, this is about myself right now. This yes. is about nobody else. Yes. I am sorry to have went no, on a no. tangent. It's okay. It's why you're here to open up, right? ADHD mind was like, ooh, you should tell stories. Oh, yeah, me too. I have so many stories. So I was like, oh, yeah. Um, this is why cousins are doing a podcast together. This is dope. <laughs> yes, but uh, in other ways, like, I thought I was unstoppable like my uh, ego level went up yeah. like but you had your go- body is like shit after that like it's shit like yep like it's never the same i lost a lot of weight like i lost a lot of weight but it's like wow gina you lost a lot of weight you look good i'm like i <laughs> wish you knew what's happening to me you know because i it's wish you never knew. good it's never good yeah no one knows what people are going through you know yeah. i was depressed because i was dealing with someone and that someone gave me depression all the time yeah and i didn't quite handle that the way i should have so that's <laughs> that's also, how i dealt with it and you, i dragged friends and, and people that don't even respect me into yeah. my life and it was terrible. It was the biggest mistake ever. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. Yeah, biggest mistake ever. As we do, we all make mistakes. Yes. We all make mistakes in our life. And, you know, doing drugs, that's not necessarily a mistake, but that's a learning curve. How do the drugs make you feel? <sighs> Invincible. Yes. Invincible. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're going on, like, three days, no sleep you're like to the point you're wound up and being wound up like that for that long Mm -hmm. after a certain time frame you become clinically insane if you're up that long yeah true i would the longest i was up was a five day binge five day five day there was methamphetamine there was alcohol there was marijuana and that's a bad mix of drugs too right? any mixing of drugs is bad it's and bad. there was twice where i did crack and oh. that was just dumb 
people waste money on this shit. And I'm sitting there. I understand why people have meth addictions. I mm-hmm. really do because it's called chasing the dragon. Once you're high, you chase that fucking high constantly to get that high back. That's why yep. you see so many people that overdose on a lot of drugs. They chase the high that they once had mm-hmm. that they can't get no matter what. Yeah, it's like um, when I did cocaine, I was like, I was high. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm getting high enough. I just need to get more high. So I'm like, I need to get more higher than that. And then, because it doesn't last when you do cocaine, right? Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't last long. It doesn't last that long. That's why so many people. And you keep going and and you're just can't stop. Yeah. And and you just don't know when the ending. You you just don't know. You just keep going. Exactly. You, like, if you smoke it, you're chasing a dragon. You sniff it, you're chasing a high. Some way or another, you're chasing things. And it's. Addiction is one of the hardest, the hardest mental illnesses. Yeah. Addiction literally kills millions of people a year. Yeah, it does. Um, Millions of people a year. Have you attempted to control or stop your use? Yeah, 19 months clean. Wow, congrats. Thank you. Oh my gosh, congrats to you. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. It's it's tough. A lot of people are, they can't stop. Right. Yeah. So people don't have supports, their families, or friends, or anybody around them. So it's it's tough. Some people just give up on them. So it's just. And I've had people not give up on me. So I'm trying to do my thing as a grown man to show them I can do this without drugs because they knew me before drugs and mm-hmm. getting mixed up with the wrong crowd will really fuck with a person. Yeah. I got mixed up with dumb people I don't care to fucking even know. <laughs> people that stole money from me. Mm-hmm. People that lied to me. People that sat there and threatened me. People I relapsed with the first time I relapsed. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's just people upon people in the drug community that once you get sober... And once you have a clearer mind, you look and you're like, I was this kind of person. It's like you lose your memory, though. It's like you you have constant amnesia. You just, yeah. I, I did this. It's like you didn't even know. It was just like another chapter in your life, yeah. right? I get the amnesia feeling mm-hmm. all the time or deja vu. Yes. I get deja vu. Yeah, I get that too. Where I think something has already happened because in my mind it already has. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew I liked drugs the first time I did coke. Yeah. First time I did coke, I was at a buddy's house drinking. I did two lines and I was like, ooh, I liked it. And the next thing you know, I go to another friend's house one time. Beer and cocaine for hours. So leaving there, I was fucked. Um, yeah, that happened to me too. So I learned that not to mix friends with drugs and especially the one that you cannot trust. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, over in a time, you know, the coronavirus and all, uh, now we have an opioid addiction. Yeah. What do you think about that? It's killing too many people. I've lost way too many friends to opiates. Yes. And, and fentanyl. Yeah. Fentanyl is one of the biggest, the biggest thing that people are overdosing from. Yeah. It's being laced in everything. It is. Full circle. It's being laced with whatever you can think of. It's being laced with. Because it's killing some really sweet lives. Like there's some young people out there that I've known that have died that you've known that mm-hmm. have died. Like rest in peace to the friends of ours that have died from it. I miss them every day. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we've lost... You don't know what's in your drugs. You don't know what's laced in your drugs. You never know. No. Unless you are making it and producting it yourself, you never truly know what's in it. No, uh, the opioid epidemic has continued to be an issue and people are losing their lives or develop an addiction. Some of the prescription medications or heroin much more potent and dangerous substances such as fentanyl fentanyl is a big drug right now um i heard a lot about people overdosing and uh, i even heard a story about in toronto uh what's her name it was a girl that overdosed uh in toronto i i don't remember her name but she was uh, it's just sad it's really sad about that you know yeah there's people that for instance they think they're doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. They think that they're smoking weed. But what's in that weed that's making us high? Is yeah. it the THC or is it someone fucking with it and True. altering it? I smoked weed just normally, right? Yeah. And with my friends. And then all of a sudden it's just like, whoa. And then the feeling and the... I'm like, this is not weed. And then I started getting paranoid. Yeah, paranoia It's not good. And I was like, you know, that person's going to, you know, kill me or, you know, something like that. It was just not cool at all. It's just, you have to be careful with that. Even smoking weed sometimes, it's just not Sometimes too much of something will give you the Mm -hmm. fucking, oh my God. Yes. Funny story for you. It's going to be off topic. I laugh about it now. But there was one night, I was fucked. Mm -hmm. I was laying in the dark Mm -hmm. after smoking copious amounts of drugs. Mm -hmm. What was it? Meth. Oh, meth. Yeah, I was smoking meth and next thing you know, I was relaxing. I had my lamp on in my room. I looked over to the window, adjacent to my face, I seen people laying on my windowsill sleeping. What? what the? I was hallucinating. Oh my gosh. So bad. So bad. I seen people sleeping in the window. There was nobody there. I woke up. There was nobody there. Mm-hmm. I was wrecked. I bet. And, and then there's another one where. I didn't like this kid in the community. Um, He and I have known each other 
when we were kids because our moms knew each other. Mm-hmm. I seen him again at the trap house. We ended up being meth buddies. I no longer want to see him and have seen him around. What he tries to act all nice to me. Uh, I don't have that's any That's a of trap. That. I'm oh, like, no. yeah, no, I know you. I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. So, in a matter of six months of meth use, I had so many people that I didn't like. Mm. <laughs> well, did you, did the person that you had a relationship, did they do the same thing? Did they do drugs too? Um, I wasn't dating anybody at the time. I was oh. single. This is before my ex and I started talking and oh, for, as friends again this is before last week mm-hmm. where things happened um, I was by myself we were separate I met this person online mm-hmm. he turned out to be your typical narcissistic charmer and charmed me into living with him like Yay, he gets to live with me. Like, he's cool. We hang out. Uh, narcissist. Yep. And Gotta love them. Yeah, I know. Married one, and I regret it highly. Mm. But uh, this narcissistic dude I met online pretended to be charming. Pretended to be amazing. First night I move in, I find out he smokes meth. Oh, and hid it from me the entire time. Given you, it was two months in between knowing him and then meeting or living with him. It was like two months. And I was at my lowest, fucking separated from my spouse. I was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. I go and live in this specific house, which I'm glad nobody in the family and most of my friends don't know about that house holy fuck yeah that house it the, turned you around the, like turned the, your life. it made my life hell mm-hmm. nothing like seeing your roommate we get, all have those houses <laughs> yeah looking nothing like seeing your roommate who gets stabbed Oh. Yeah, and oh, yeah, shit. that's traumatic. Yeah. But anyways, it's not about this person, even though they're alive, they're a piece of shit. What are the signs that somebody might be struggling with substance uh, Withdrawing from people. Mm-hmm. Um, withdrawing from specific things, so... Barely talking to people. For shutting instance, out. Yeah, people. shutting people mm-hmm. down, doing minimal, eating less, mm-hmm. um, irritability. Uh, physically, you look. You can look for dilated eyes mm-hmm. because dilated eyes is a key sign. Um, jaw movements. Yeah, if like you, if, teeth. Yeah, yeah, grinding your grinding teeth. Grinding it. Yeah. That was a big thing I used to do. Mm-hmm. And it caught up to me when I got sober. So now I got a missing tooth because I grinded oh it Oh my gosh, yeah. I grinded Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. I grinded it down to the point it hurt. I had a granola bar. It hurt. 
I went four weeks without surgery, and then they took it out. <sighs> that was experience at the dentist. Yay. Hey, you guys get a story about my dentist's fears. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I had the same problem. And for me, when I did it, I had like a kit. I had like a kit. I was so into it yeah. that I had like a kit, the straw, yeah. the card. Well, first it was the card, right? Yeah. And then it was a straw and then you get, you buy something. Like yeah. I went and got something and it was like a kit and yeah. everything with it. It was just not good. I was like, why the fuck? Like I didn't, well, actually, you don't even think when you're on drugs. So you're like, I'm nope. going to get this and this and just make everything simple for me. Yeah. It's like, you are not a cool kid okay i was you are not a cool kid i was then years old when i like back then years old when i realized meth heads get their pipes from gas stations whoa or sex shops really yes oh my god i did not know that wow <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's either gas stations or adult source mm-hmm and no, I'm not trying to give you guys business. No, no. No, no. I'm not trying to give business. I'm just sharing stories. Mm. Yeah, when I, when I had my friends around, they were just showing me how to cut it and everything, yeah. you know, how to make the lines because yeah. I didn't know anything. I was oh, just, fuck. I was just so innocent, most likely. So I was yeah. like, I don't know how to do this at all. And they're just like, oh, I'll show you, Gina. It was just. That's how it was with it me was when just, I learned how to do... And it was pressure, too. Yeah. Like, but you don't have no one to say, no, don't do it, Gina. It, like, or, yeah, but it's know? also up to us. We either know right from wrong, yes. or we learn from doing the wrong. Yeah, because at the time I did, was doing it, I was vulnerable. Duh, because, same thing. Yeah, yeah, some people, a lot of people are vulnerable when they do it, and they're just like, yeah, I'll do it, sure. Because, you know, you or whoever's trying to make me happy or... Yeah, it just makes me happy yeah. to be around like, you. Because I'd rather not be, you know, the unhappy or the person that, you know, I was around at that time. So it was just like, yeah, sure, I'll be happy. But it's not. That person is dragging you right the fuck down. Like, yep. I realized <laughs> it was halfway through my addiction of six-month period there when I realized, holy fuck, I am hella fucking into this. Yeah. I was clean from February 2020 to around middle of April 2020. I spent 420 of 2020 higher than a kite. And then I basically went on a binge up until May of 2020 when I went to the hospital for a wound on my foot Mm -mm. and that wound was built up callus and um, built up pool of like grossness that I had surgery. It wasn't quite surgery but it was like it was surgery but it was more cauterizing. You know what cauterizing is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to get cauterized. I'm 
telling you it sucked because getting needles in your foot when you feel nothing. Yeah. I feel nothing in my foot, yes. so. Yes. Um, yeah. Um. I had uh, pimples on my face, and every time in my addiction, I had to pop it, right? Picked. I picked it and tried to pop it, went to a mirror, and the person that was around went and popped their... It was like a weird yeah. thing, like, what? what am I doing popping pimples on my face? I don't even get pimples. Yeah. Like... You've always had good skin, though. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I just... I never get pimples. I had the bad skin. You? I had oh. the bad skin in junior high. Oh, well, I from, guess... From, like, grade 6 to grade 9, I was, like, Pimple McGee. <laughs> pimple McGee. And then grade 10, 11 came around, and it's like, ooh, I'm developing. <laughs> oh, to be 17 and dumb again. Well, goodness. Well, last question. What did you do to get over your addiction? Like, how did you... You cut off every single person mm-hmm. that was involved with that side of everything. Mm-hmm. You move the fuck on with your life. You don't look back. You end up going forward in life. You cut everybody off, no matter how close you were of a friend. True. You <sighs> cut that person off or those people off and you will see your days get better you will go from hopeless to flourishing within no time i cut people off too i just just woke up as soon as i had my heart populations and it's just some things are happening to my body i don't like this and it was just rotten to the core it was just like uh the people that i was around doing it with they weren't going nowhere. I, I swear, they were not going anywhere. They're just, I want to be successful. I want to go ahead and move forward. But they kept dragging me down. Yep. They're like, we're your best friends. We knew you forever, blah, blah, blah. But it's just that. They're really not your friends, though. No. And because I you, hate to find that out because I'm like, we have history together and that's, everything. That's a part of growing, though. Yeah. You, you realize no matter how long. And that you're different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no matter how long you've known somebody, like how long have you known female? Um, grade since two? I was like eleven, maybe grade three-ish. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So and then just the other people are just like you know. They think you're friends, and then mm-hmm. when you know who your true friends are, when you get away from that scene, yeah, you realize who was there for you. You realize who been there yeah for but you. they have troubles of their own too yeah, they're they, just inviting you right like yep. i said to the party they're sucking they're just, the energy out yeah, of yeah they're they yeah i was had no energy like i had my two jobs and like they're like oh just sniff this when you go to work and then you'll have a lot of energy and i'm like okay yeah, thank yeah. you for helping me out like that's like, all i can help out with man, it's like they're I... useless to me like they couldn't no man they, they in my mind they were helping yeah. me like that's what i thought oh they're Back helping then, me you don't know better no i was totally dried out that time i was just like fuck life fuck everything i just want to have fun blah, blah. so it was terrible for me so yeah but uh, at least you got out of that yeah and, and i'm I glad that you got out of it i'm so proud of you thank uh, you same yeah, here we 
We both got out of it, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Family. Uh, yes. But, um, yeah, let's wrap this up. Thanks, Tail. We will see you in part three, which we will talk about abuse. Yep. I know that's going to be tough for you, right? That's uh, a tough subject. It should like, be uh, mediocre, honestly. Yes. Don't worry. We'll get on that. I will open up about that too sounds that's a good touchy subject for me i'm excited uh well this is Gigi speaks and until next time just listen hi welcome to my first episode this is part one of three I'm Gigi, this is Gigi Speaks. I'm with my guest Teo today. We're gonna talk about his journey through addiction and how he got out. Guests are invited to listen. Listen acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from guests or myself. I'm not a professional. These are real stories, real people. This episode contains drug use and mental health, coarse language and adult topics. Viewer discretion is advised. We just want to let people know they are not alone and let my guests and I tell our stories. Let's start. Welcome, Tail. Thank you, Gigi. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm doing great considering it's a cold ass day, but we doing good. I'm hanging out with you. That's yeah, pretty icy out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Tail, we are talking about addiction. It's a tough subject, even for me. Oh. It's a very touchy subject for myself as well. But you had a different journey. Um, when did you start abusing drugs? Uh, abusing drugs? Okay, I occasionally did the party line of coke mm-hmm. until I ended up going to this trap house. And then the people in the trap house introduced me to methamphetamine, which turned out to be my kryptonite which made me go from normal to constantly fiending for my next hit trying to figure out what I'm trying to do with my next hit Uh so uh, mentally on meth I was just a completely different person meth makes you hallucinate like a motherfucker as do most drugs in hard um in subjects like this mm-hmm. so i'm pleased to share my story so and uh what was your drug of choice methamphetamine mm-hmm. so was it you started with meth and then you went to cocaine or is it cocaine and then meth i started the first ever drug i did other than marijuana was coke Oh, yes. I was 19 and I was at a friend's house and I seen blow and I'm like, ooh, cool, cocaine, I want to try. Mm-hmm. Sure, that was okay. I've done occasionally cocaine at parties, um, friends' houses that are like random. And yeah, it's just not a good time. Drugs are not a good time. No, it doesn't. It makes you feel good in that moment. It, but not after. And then after. after, it's just the withdrawn from it. Ugh. It's terrible, right? Being withdrawn from any drug of any choice mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Because after a while, your body gets used to it and your body um, craves it and your body needs it in order to survive. That's why you see so many addicts and people that use that get dope sick, which is a term for people that are fiending for their drug bec or to the point where they are sometimes shaking, mm -hmm. they have chills, they have fevers, um, there's pain involved, uh, the list goes on and on. Yes, um... My drug of choice was cocaine. Yes, I did cocaine. Um, I was I was in a bad group of friends and I just became addicted and it was just everywhere because I went to parties, it was there and, and they're just like, oh, let's do this. It was just like a lunch, yeah. like, and, and you know, breakfast and lunch kind of thing, right? Yeah. It was just like, let's do this. And they just buy it all the time. It was just not good it no. was just all around me it was just it was just there you how could you not like you said no to it it's like there all the time yeah, it's temptation yes and with the per person like that i was with and it was just like near is this my friend and they even my say, best friend did it they say that you're they're your best friends mm -hmm. and i know who your best friends yes. are so yeah. they will not be named no but uh yeah Female is out to lunch, and male is out to lunch as well. Yes. So... They had their own problems, and they just wanted to invite me. Yeah, and they in, got you involved. Yeah. And yes, because I was also in another subject we're going to talk about, in depression. So yeah. I was depressed. I just had, I think it was my, my eye surgery and everything. Yeah, your and eye I just surgery. needed the pain to go away. And I'm like, I need something to go away. I need, I need this to go away. And then I just had like a... A problem to with sniffing some it's, yeah it's, it happens yeah you just keep doing it i just got addicted i'm like how the hell did i get addicted um, to this i never thought i would get addicted to this like i i always like a family member that i know was into it and i'm like i never would do that up my nose or anything i would never do that or like some people smoke i never did that yeah so i just I don't know. It was I really had, hard for me. I had my first cigarette when I was 12 years old. Wow. Oh, joy. Yeah. This story. When my parents found out that I smoked, my dad made me smoke a cigarette in front of him oh my and God. my mother at the age of, I think, 12 or 13. Wow. That was the first time my parents seen me fucking smoke i hid it for months and months and months and then yay my dad was checking my jacket the next thing you know Ooh. there was cigarettes in my pocket oh my gosh and i tried i tried the whole childish i'm holding it for a friend i promise yeah yeah no that did not work I fucking would steal little teeny, teeny, tiny parts of weed from my father. Oh my god. Yeah. I got caught and my dad was pissed. He's not really a father, but we'll touch more on that in abuse. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, there, <laughs> weed was the beginning of like, ah, I'm just going to smoke weed. Then I started hanging out with different people. And then I got 
out of doing cocaine. I haven't touched cocaine since 2019. Just after April 20. Yeah, mine was like January yeah. um, before COVID. Yeah. I think it, I think, yeah, near January. Yeah, that's when I, it was just gone and I just had problems with my chest and everything. And Yeah, drugs will do that. Abuse to drugs. Yeah, wear. I think it was more like the withdrawal that I had. I was, I was just so addicted. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, watch these like depressing like music yeah. and videos and just sniff to it all the time i would just go and do it all the time it was just depressing and i just like i was just yeah. like taking pity on myself you know what i mean like i was just like poor me poor me yeah. like no one understands me while we are related and mm -hmm. we both have addiction issues we never did things together no the only time that was was at your house and that was the bad time yes it was really bad time it was a bad me. time because the people that were there sucked mm -hmm. and you and i everybody had... everybody there was like pretty much had a bad problem they just yeah. wanted to like wheel you know in. yeah and then buddy boy yelling at me the next day mm-hmm being like did you do this did you do this it's like no yeah but yeah he's something else um and then female she's not a good person no not at all she's got her own issues and bless her do her thing mm -hmm. hope she gets the help she needs one day Yes, um... But like I said, this is about myself right now. This yes. is about nobody else. Yes. I am sorry to have went no, on no. a tangent. It's okay. It's why you're here to open up, right? ADHD mind was like, ooh, you should tell stories. Oh, yeah, me too. I have so many stories. So it's like, oh, yeah. Um, this is why cousins are doing a podcast together. This is dope. <laughs> yes, but uh, in other ways, like, I thought I was unstoppable like my uh, ego level went up yeah. like but you had a your go body is like shit after that like it's shit like yep like it's never the same i lost a lot of weight like i lost a lot of weight but it's like wow gina you lost a lot of weight you look good i'm like <laughs> i wish you knew what's happening to me you know because I it's wish you never knew. good it's never good yeah no one knows what people are going through you know yeah. i was depressed because i was dealing with someone and that someone gave me depression all the time yeah and i didn't quite handle that the way i should have so that's that's also, how i dealt with it and you, i dragged friends and, and people that don't even respect me into yeah. my life and it was terrible. It was the biggest mistake ever. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. Yeah, biggest mistake ever. As we do, we all make mistakes. Yes. We all make mistakes in our life. And, you know, doing drugs, that's not necessarily a mistake, but that's a learning curve. How do the drugs make you feel? <sighs> Invincible. Yes. Invincible. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're going on, like, three days, no sleep you're like to the point you're wound up 
and being wound up like that for that long, mm -hmm. after a certain time frame, you become clinically insane if you're up that long. Yeah, true. I would, the longest I was up was a five day binge. Five day? Five day. There was methamphetamine, there was alcohol, there was marijuana. And That's a bad mix of drugs too. Right. Any mixing of drugs is bad. It's and bad. there was twice where I did crack. And oh. that was just dumb. Yeah. People waste money on this shit. And I'm sitting there. I understand why people have meth addictions. I really do because it's called chasing the dragon once you're high you chase that fucking high constantly to get that high back that's yep. why you see so many people that overdose on a lot of drugs they chase the high that they once had mm -hmm. that they can't get no matter what yeah it's like um when i did cocaine i was like i was high yeah but i'm like oh i don't think i'm getting high enough i just need to get more high so i'm like i need to get more higher than that and then, because it doesn't last when you do cocaine, right? Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't last. Long. It doesn't last that long. That's why so and then many you keep people keep going, and, and you're just and can't then, stop. Yeah. And, and you then, just don't know when the ending. You know, just don't know. You just keep going. Exactly. You, like, if you smoke it, you're chasing a dragon. You sniff it, you're chasing a high. Some way or another, you're chasing things, and it's. Addiction is one of the hardest, the hardest mental illnesses. Yeah. Addiction literally kills millions of people a year. Yeah, it does. Um, millions of people a year. Have you attempted to control or stop your use? Yeah, 19 months clean. Wow, Nine. congrats. Thank you. Oh my gosh, congrats to you. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. It'll it's, be... a t it's tough. A lot of people are, they can't stop. Right? Yeah. So people don't have support, their families or friends or anybody around them. So it's a tough situation. People just give up on them. So it's just... And I've had people not give up on me. So I'm trying to do my thing as a grown man to show them I can do this without drugs because they knew me before drugs. And mm -hmm. getting mixed up with the wrong crowd will really fuck with a person. Yeah. I got mixed up with dumb people I don't care to fucking even know. <laughs> people that stole money from me. Mm -hmm. People that lied to me. People that sat there and threatened me. People I relapsed with the first time I relapsed. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's just people upon people in the drug community that once you get sober, and once you have a clearer mind, you look and you're like, I was this kind of person. It's like you lose your memory though. It's like you're, you have constant amnesia. You just, yeah. I, I did this. It's like you didn't even know. It was just like another chapter in your life, yeah. right? I get the amnesia feeling mm -hmm. all the time or deja vu. Yes. I get deja vu. Yeah, I get that too. Where I think something has already happened because in my mind it already has. 
-hmm. Like, I knew I liked drugs the first time I did coke. Yeah. First time I did coke, I was at a buddy's house drinking. I did two lines, and I was like, ooh, I like it. And the next thing you know, I go to another friend's house one time. Beer and cocaine for hours. So leaving there, I was fucked. Um, yeah, that happened to me too. So I learned that not to mix friends with drugs and especially the one that you cannot trust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, over in a time, you know, the coronavirus and all, uh, now we have an opioid addiction. Yeah. What do you think about that? It's killing too many people. I've lost way too many friends to opiates. Yes. And, and fentanyl. Yeah. Fentanyl is one of the biggest, the biggest thing that people are overdosing from. Yeah. It's being laced in everything. It is. Full circle. It's being laced with whatever you can think of it's being laced with because it's killing some really sweet lives like there's some young people out there that i've known that have died that you've known that mm -hmm. have died like rest in peace to the friends of ours that have died from it yes. i miss them every day yeah me too yeah we've lost you don't know what's in your drugs you don't know what's laced in your drugs you never know no unless you are making it and producing it yourself you never truly know what's in it no uh, the opioid epidemic has continued to be an issue and people are losing their lives or develop an addiction some of the prescription medications or heroin much more potent and dangerous substances such as fentanyl fentanyl is a big drug right now um i heard a lot about people overdosing and uh, i even heard a story about in toronto uh what's her name it was a girl that overdosed uh in toronto i don't remember her name but she was uh, it's just sad it's really sad about that you know yeah there's people that for instance they think they're doing cocaine. Mm -hmm. They think that they're smoking weed, but what's in that weed that's making us high? Is yeah. it the THC or is it someone fucking with it and True. altering it? I smoked weed just normally, right? Yeah. And I, with my friends, and then all of a sudden it's just like, whoa. And then the feeling and the, I'm like, this is not weed. And then I started getting paranoid. Yeah, paranoia it's sucks. not good and i was like you know that person's gonna you know kill me or yeah. you know something like that it was just not cool at all it's just you have to be careful with that even smoking weed sometimes yeah. it's just not sometimes good. too much of something yeah. will give you the mm -hmm. fucking oh my god yes funny story for you it's gonna be off topic i laugh about it <laughs> now but there was one night i was fucked I was laying in the dark mm -hmm. after smoking copious amounts of drugs. Mm -hmm. What was it? Meth. Oh, meth. Okay. Yeah, I was smoking meth, and next thing you know, I was relaxing. I had my lamp on in my room. I looked over to the window, adjacent to my face. 
I've seen people laying on my windowsill sleeping. What? I was hallucinating. Oh my gosh. So bad. So bad. I seen people sleeping in the window. There was nobody there. I woke up, there was nobody there. Mm -hmm. I was wrecked. I bet. And, and then there's another one where I didn't like this kid in the community. Um, he and I have known each other when we were kids because our moms knew each other. Mm-hmm. I seen him again at the trap house. We ended up being meth buddies. I no longer want to see him and have seen him around. What he tries to act all nice to me. Uh, I don't have that's any of a that. trap. I'm oh, like, no. yeah, no. I know you. I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. So, in a matter of six months of meth use, I had so many people that I didn't like. <laughs> well, did you? Did the person that you had a relationship? Did they do the same thing? Did they do drugs too? Um, I wasn't dating anybody at the time. I was oh. single. This is before. My ex and I started talking and oh, for, yeah. as friends again. This is before last week mm-hmm. where things happened. Um, I was by myself. We were separate. I met this person online. Mm-hmm. He turned out to be your typical narcissistic charmer. And charmed me into living with him like, Yay, he gets to live with me. Like, he's cool. We hang out. Uh, Narcissist. Yep. Um, Gotta love them. Yeah, I know. Married one, and I regret it highly. But uh, this narcissistic dude I met online pretended to be charming. Pretended to be amazing. First night I move in, I find out he smokes meth. And hid it from me the entire time. Given you, it was two months in between knowing him and then meeting or living with him. It was like two months. And I was at my lowest, fucking separated from my spouse. I was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. I go and live in this specific house, which I'm glad nobody in the family and most of my friends don't know about that house holy fuck yeah that house it the, turned you around the, like turned the, your life. it made my life hell mm-hmm. nothing like seeing your roommate we yeah. all have those houses <laughs> yeah looking nothing like seeing your roommate who gets stabbed Oh. Yeah, and oh, yeah, shit. that's traumatic. Yeah. But anyways, it's not about this person. Even though they're alive, they're a piece of shit. What are the signs that somebody might be struggling with substance abuse? Uh, withdrawing from people. Mm-hmm. Um, withdrawing from specific things. So barely talking to people for shutting instance, out yeah people. shutting people mm-hmm. down 
doing minimal, eating less, mm -hmm. um, irritability, uh, physically you look, you can look for dilated eyes mm -hmm. because dilated eyes is a key sign. Um, jaw movements. Yeah, if like you, if, teeth. Yeah, yeah, grinding your grinding teeth. Grinding it. Yeah. That was a big thing I used to do, mm -hmm. and it caught up to me when I got sober. So now I got a missing tooth because I grinded oh it Oh my gosh, yeah. I grind, Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I grinded it down to the point it hurt. I had a granola bar. It hurt. I went four weeks without surgery, and then they took it out. That was experience at the dentist. Yay. Hey, you guys get a story about my dentist's fears. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I had the same problem. And for me, when I did it, I had like a kit. I had like a kit. I was so into it yeah. that I had like a kit. The straw, yeah. the card. Well, first it was the card, right? Yeah. And then it was a straw. And then you get, you buy something. Like yeah. I went and got something and it was like a kit and yeah. everything with it. It was just not good i was like why the fuck? like i didn't well, actually you don't even think when you're on drugs so you're like i'm nope. gonna get this and this and just make everything simple for me yeah it's like you are not a cool kid okay i was you are not a cool kid i was then years old when i like back then years old when i realized meth heads get their pipes from gas stations whoa or sex shops really yes <sighs> I did not know that. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's either gas stations or adult source. Mm -mm. And no, I'm not trying to give you guys business. No, no. No, no. I'm not trying to give business. I'm just sharing stories. Mm. Yeah, when I, when I had my friends around, they were just showing me how to cut it and everything, yeah. you know, how to make the lines because yeah. I didn't know anything. I was oh, just, fuck. I was just so innocent, most likely. So I was yeah. like, I don't know how to do this at all. And they're just like, oh, I'll show you, Gina. It was just. That's how it was with it me was when just, I learned how to do. And it was pressure too. Yeah. Like, but you don't have no one to say, no, don't do it, Gina. It, like, or, yeah, but you know? it's also up to us. We either no right from wrong yes. or we learn from doing the wrong yeah because at the time i did, was doing it i was vulnerable Duh, because same thing. yeah yeah some people a lot of people are vulnerable when they do it and they're just like yeah i'll do it sure because you know you were whoever's trying to make me happy or yeah it just makes me happy yeah. to be around like, you because i'd rather not be you know the unhappy or the person that you know i was around at that time so it was just like yeah, sure, I'll be happy, but it's not. That person is dragging you right the fuck down. Like, yep, I realized mm -mm. it was halfway through my addiction of six-month period there when I realized, holy fuck, I am hella fucking into this. Yeah. I was clean from February 2020 to around middle of april 2020 i spent 420 of 2020 higher than a kite and then i basically went on a binge up until may 
of 2020 when I went to the hospital for a wound on my foot. Mm -mm. And that wound was built up callus and um, built up pool of like grossness that I had surgery. It wasn't quite surgery, but it was like it was surgery, Mm -hmm. but it was more cauterizing. You know what cauterizing is, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I had to get cauterized. I'm telling you, it sucked because getting needles in your foot when you feel nothing. Yeah. I feel nothing in my foot, yes. so. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I had uh, pimples on my face, and every time in my addiction, I had to pop it, right? Picked. I picked it and tried to pop it, went to a mirror, and the person that was around went and popped their... It was like a weird <laughs> thing, like... What? What am I doing? Popping pimples on my face? I don't even get pimples. Yeah. Like you've always had good skin though. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just I never get pimples. I had the bad skin. Did you? I had oh. the bad skin in junior high. Oh well, I from, guess from like grade six to grade nine, I was like pimple McGee. <laughs> pimple McGee. And then grade ten, eleven came around, and it's like, ooh, I'm developing. Oh, to be 17 and dumb again. Well, goodness. Well, last question. What did you do to get over your addiction? Like, how did you... You cut off every single person Mm -hmm. that was involved with that side of everything. Mm -hmm. You move the fuck on with your life. You don't look back. You end up going forward in life you cut everybody off no matter how close you were of a friend true you cut that person off or those people off and you will see your days get better you will go from hopeless to flourishing within no time i cut people off too i just just woke up as soon as I had my heart populations and it's just some things are happening to my body. I don't like this. And it was just rotten to the core. It was just like uh, uh, the people that I was around doing it with, they weren't going nowhere. Like, I swear they were not going anywhere. They're just, I want to be successful. I want to go ahead and move forward. But they kept dragging me down. Yep. They're like, we're your best friends. We knew you forever, blah, blah, blah. But it's just that they're really not your friends though no and i hate to find that out because i'm like we have history together and everything that's a part of growing though yeah you you realize no matter how long that you're different yeah yeah you know no matter how long you've known somebody like how long have you known female um since i was like 11 maybe grade three ish yeah yeah but anyway yeah so and then just the other people are just like you know they think you're friends and then when you know who your true friends are when you get away from that scene yeah you realize who was there for you you realize who's 
been there yeah, for you. Yeah, but they have troubles of their own, too. Yeah, they're, they're just inviting you, right? Like yeah. I said to the party. They're sucking they're just, the energy out yeah, of you. They're, they, yeah, I was I had no energy. Like, I had my two jobs, and, like, they're like, oh, just sniff this when you go to work, and then you'll have a lot of energy. And I'm like, okay, yeah. thank you for helping me out. Like, that's all like, I can help out with. Man, it's like, they're I... useless to me. Like, they couldn't... No. Man. They, they, in my mind, they were helping yeah. me. Like, that's what I thought. Oh, they're Back helping then, me. You don't know better. No, I was totally dried out that time. I was just like, fuck life, fuck everything. I just want to have fun, blah, blah. So it was terrible for me. So. Yeah, but uh, at least you got out of that. Yeah. And, and I'm I glad that you got out of it. I'm so proud of you. Thank uh, you. Same yeah, here. we. We both got out of it, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Family. Uh, yes. But, um, yeah, let's wrap this up. Thanks, Tail. We will see you in part three, which we will talk about abuse. Yep. I know that's going to be tough for you, right? That's uh, a tough subject. It should but, be yeah. mediocre, honestly. Yes. Don't worry. We'll get on that. I will open up about that too sounds that's a good touchy subject for me i'm excited uh well this is Gigi speaks and until next time just listen Shh.